The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 Good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here. <clears throat> On Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face is made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can watch that up until 3 o'clock Eastern today, at which time he'll be live right there in that little area. And then on the right side of the page is where we're streaming live. Just click the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then... Uh, click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right. Join us in the chat on Rumble. And we are streaming to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. So if you do a search, 
Go to Rumble, change it from videos to channels, put in Sons of Liberty Radio Live, all one word, and it should come right up and take you right where you're at. And if you would, please subscribe to the channel. We'd appreciate that support as well. Also, right up under where we're at, if you want to sign up for our email newsletter, you get one of those in the evening, uh, every day. And then if you want our ministry email, you can go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You can see what's going on in the ministry, and you get one of those a week. That comes out on Saturday, okay? Exclusive content for that. And then... If you would like to uh, help support us in what we're doing out in the 50 states, uh, on the internet, and on the radio, there's a donate button at the top of the page. You can click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty. And again, we appreciate all of you who support us because, well, you're we can't do without you. We really can't. And so we trust God that He moves on the hearts of His people. And um, you know, God says He blesses. Uh, he opens the windows of heaven, right? And pours out blessings that uh, that we can't even uh, we can't fathom we can, we can't hold them. I mean, they, they overtake us, as Deuteronomy said about the blessing. So, you know, I trust that God does what He does with people. I don't sit here and try to uh, schmooze you into giving. I just let you know this is the way you can give, um, and and leave that between you and the Lord. But we do thank you guys who do support us uh, very much. And also, our store is available. This week, we're highlighting uh, Bradley's My War comic book novel, uh, The Testimony of Bradley Dean. Uh, this is, again, illustrated by former DC Comics artist Danny Bulanati. High-quality paper, high-quality comics. I mean, it's really really sharp. Compares with anything you'll see out there as far as, as comics, okay? And um, it's great to give to some young people or maybe some older people who, who like comics or who might be intrigued. Maybe you're wanting to give the gospel to them. Uh, that's contained right there in the My War comic book. Normally, it's $15 donation. This week, we're, uh, we've are we got a promo code COMIC20, COMIC and the number 20, all one word, and you get 20% off of that, but that's only through Saturday night at midnight. So if you want to pick up some of these, you can get 20% off each copy if you want to do that with COMIC20, COMIC20. All right, now, <clears throat> I want to hit a couple of highlights. One video, we'll have some uh, bonus videos in the uh, in the archive. So if you guys are missing that, I mean, most days it's 8 to 20 videos. And this is so I'm not spending like 45 minutes just going through topics of the day and stuff. There, there, some of them are news items. Some of them are help items. Um, some of them might end up being something just to make you smile. You know, I've had a couple of those too. Um, little kids, dogs, cats, whatever. Some of those show up every once in a while, too. They're usually not the bulk, but... uh, And then I'm also... I was going to let you guys know. I'm also working on a thing, but I've got to get the the time to make the graphic and do it because it'll be something that'll probably be about daily. I was doing it at Freedom Outpost, and that is the the good report. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh, I called it good news over at Freedom Outpost, but I'm probably going to call it the good report. And um, what we'll do is we'll have a list um, of... Good news, things that are good. You know, it's not always the bad stuff. Maybe there's a political victory. Maybe there's um, a testimony somebody has. Maybe there's just uh, a really neat video. Maybe somebody's helping somebody or whatever the case may be. Some good news for the people because, you know, we're in a war. There's no doubt about that. And so we have to deal with the bad. But in the midst of that, there should be good too, right? I mean, soldiers who are fighting a war, you you see them all the time. They carry a picture of their family, don't they? Their wife, their children or something. They remind themselves of what they're fighting for. And if we lose sight of what we fight for, then what are we fighting for? 
I mean, we, we lose ourselves in the war, and that's not any good either, okay? Uh, so I'm looking to do that. I'm hoping that we can start that uh, as early as next week and try to have you guys just a list of that, things that you can go to and you can be encouraged by or at least make you smile, make you laugh. You know, the Bible says it's laughter is good medicine, this, that, and the other. So I want to try to do that. But here's some headlines here from uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Uh, latest from Bradley is, as the devil laughs, mercy offered to the unrepentant is an insult to innocence. That's exactly right. Exactly right. People who are going up and offering, you, you see them in the uh, in the courtroom. They're offering forgiveness to the uh, the murderer who is laughing at them or whatever. That's not the way things work. See, it, it presents a false gospel, too, because God doesn't work that way either. He calls us to repentance, and there's forgiveness. Okay? That's just that's the way it is. Also, Oregon businesswoman, if you didn't see this yesterday, if you didn't hear the show yesterday, you can do it. Oregon businesswoman has led a massive rebellion against lockdowns and mandates. Check that out. Also, there's a sheriff out of Washington State, of all places, to those he serves, tell ATF agents conducting warrantless gun inspections to leave. Now, I don't know how many of you guys saw the, the guy in Delaware where these, I guess they were ATF agents, who knows, come up on his porch and, oh, we, we saw that you bought a bunch of guns. We just need to verify this. They don't have a warrant or anything. We need to verify and make sure they're in straw purchases. Now, I want to tell you something. Who are the people who oversaw one of the biggest straw purchases in our history that ran guns across our border into the hands of Mexican drug cartels that ended up being used to kill hundreds of Mexicans, at least two federal agents, and lots of other people, and probably still going on. We're probably still going to find guns from uh, Operation Fast and Furious. Hmm? Who was that? Oh, that's the unconstitutional ATF. Let me tell you something. If you're with the ATF... You're acting criminally. There's no nice way to say it. If you're with the FBI, you're acting criminally. Do you know why? Because none of them are offer none of them are authorized in the Constitution. CIA, NS, none of those are authorized in the Constitution. You know you're doing things you aren't supposed to be doing according to the Constitution if you know it. But you don't do it. And again, the corruption goes deep. That's why, look, I'm going to tell you. You abolish that thing. You get rid of it. Thomas Jefferson, Declaration of Independence. I'm not, I'm not saying overthrow the government. I'm saying abolish it through the states who created it. Abolish that thing. Get rid of it. Men should learn to conduct their governance of themselves. Because they haven't done that, they've looked to other men to govern them. God should be the one governing us. And we should be governing ourselves. Also, sonslibertymedia.com. If you haven't seen this, <clears throat> um, this is these little ones. It was promoted for, for quite a while. Uh, millions of children vanish each year. Where do they all go? If you want to check that out, it's at sonslibertymedia.com. Also, how to thrive in an age of drought and deluge. Um, the illusion of freedom continues to crumble. Digital ID bill creates a digital ecosystem. And then the story we had last week, the young lady down in Georgia who fell out of the the police car because she was handcuffed, not seat-belted in, and they didn't shut the door. They tried to say she kicked the door in. Well, we've got the body cam footage of it now. It's clear she wasn't kicking any door. She fell out, and you'll watch these officers, treaters, oh, just get up, get up, you're okay, you're okay, get up, get up. She's fell out of the car going down the road. 
and dead, by the way, leaving your children motherless. I hope they're going to deal with these cops over this issue. The lady had schizophrenia, from what I understand. <clears throat> also, authorities get played in a gun buyback program <laughs> buying piles of 3D printed parts for 150 bucks each. Oh, that I had a 3D printer. Because, boy, I'd make up a whole lot of stuff <laughs> for 150 bucks a pop. Yeah, that's a, that's a good trade. Um, <clears throat> also, this is what are, will happen to the U.S. economy when we go to war with China. And we were specifically warned about this coming war with China all the way back in the 19... 19- 90s, you'll want to check that out. Okay, one video I want to play, and then we're going to bring Lynn on. This is in the Chambers of Congress. The Department of Defense broke the law by mandating EAU shots, if you didn't know. But here's the question I have. Where's going to be any prosecution for anybody in the DOD? Where's going to be any prosecution for this? Because it does no good to say you broke the law if you're not going to arrest people and prosecute them. Does it? Nope, it doesn't. It's a WWE show, but at least it got on the congressional record here. Take a listen. And, and the reason we need to acknowledge that is that is the myth that underlies the entire rationalization for kicking somebody out of the military for not taking the vaccine. Would the gentleman yield? I will yield to the gentleman from California. I can't wait for January 3rd, maybe the 4th, when one of our early HRs restores those men and women, those brave men and women who asked for and were denied their valid exemptions, and we restore them to full active duty, which, by the way, will unring the bell of any question of a general or other than honorable discharge. And I look forward to working with the gentleman on that. I look forward to that, too. They should all be Okay, so this is Thomas Massey here, who is just speaking, honorable and then Daryl Isaac. At all for this. And, and while I've still got time on the clock, I have to mention that... The Secretary of Defense issued a statement on August 24th saying that the vaccines that were required and that would be administered would be the FDA-approved vaccines and not a single dose of FDA-approved vaccine, a.k.a. Comirnaty, in the case of Pfizer or Spikevax, in, in the case of Moderna. Not a single dose of that has been given to a single member of the military. That's right. As the Secretary of Defense specified. And it was his only legal way to require the vaccine for members of military was that it was FDA approved and that the doses that they would receive would be the FDA approved, legally distinct from the other vaccines that they were got that they were received and also labeled as such labeled appropriately none of those vaccines have been given yet members tens of thousands of members of the military have been kicked out for not taking that vaccine gentlemen you i would i would yield to the gentleman from north carolina Is the gentleman suggesting that the military engaged in a bait and switch and substituted a different vaccine than that which was approved yep i, I am absolutely saying that what the secretary of defense is doing right now is illegal we know it I, I would characterize it as a crime in progress. Would the gentleman yield? Uh, I'm going to yield to Mr. Tiffany, who's asked. Yeah, for I want to make sure this is, I'm clear on this. Are you saying they've received the experimental use vaccine? The emergency hey, yes, use Yes, dude. Are you not paying attention? All they've received. Not a single member of the military good has received the FDA-approved version. What's well, good? You're dispelling this notion that's oh, it's out good. there that yes, they're well, getting the... Um, the FDA-approved vaccine. They're, oh, yes. They're, they're, uh, see, guys, we told you this. How long ago did we tell you this? When the FDA said they approved 
the Pfizer shot, the BioNTech shot, yeah, they approved their application. There is no community on the market. In fact, we showed you where they've put out a label that's a fake label. It's not a real community uh, shot. It's not even a vaccine. And Thomas Massey's the only one that seems like he's got any sense to do his job. You know, he had 100% rating out of the Freedom Index for his votes for constitutionality. But Thomas Massey, now he's dropped down to 99%. But the point is, is this. He seems like the only one looking into this stuff. Daryl Issa, this is the guy who's part of the problem with the Operation Fast and Furious. Yeah, he brought a contempt of Congress against Eric Holder, but where's any justice from it? Eric Holder's making tons of money, still attacking uh, the United States from California. Where's the, where's the justice? Thomas Massey, I got to ask you a question, man. We tried to get you on the show. Your people seem to have a problem getting us on, getting you on the show. I don't know why that is, but I got a question for you. Why aren't you bringing some charges against the, the, the head of the DOD for doing this? Why aren't you bringing charges against the FDA? They're su- you're supposed to be the voice of the people. You vote constitutionally, for the most part. Why don't you bring the justice? I mean, you're the man to lead the justice here, right? I, I, maybe I'm missing something there. But again... This is why DC, if, if we got one guy or, or five guys up there that are actually doing something, which I don't see that we have as many as five doing what they're supposed to be doing, but then the, the, the foundations have, have been, they've been corrupted. It's been corrupted down that far. We've got to do away with the whole thing. We just, we, we do. I, I'm sorry. I, I know that breaks some people's bubbles and stuff. But that's what needs to happen. You need to clean the house. A lot of you people out there uh, in keyboard land, you'll say, we need to clean house. We need to fumigate. We need to take out all the bad guys. Well, that requires that you eliminate it all. And you can do that through the states. States can say, we don't want want any more with you. We had um, Daniel Miller on talking about the Texas National Movement. They could lead the way. And they may and will do that. But it's right into the core Wednesday. I'm sure Lynn's going to have something to say about some of this too. Uh, but uh, it's right into the core Wednesday. And as always, we have with us the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Oh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> okay. The only thing that I will say is, um, yep, there's my song. <laughs> yep. I got I got it going here while, you, while you're talking here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Massey might be Mr. Constitutionality, but I'm calling BS on that one because, you know, you've reached out to him to try to be on your show. I've reached out to him to hold him accountable on his unconstitutional stance on education. I've gone in and looked. We've done shows on how he and um, Paul, not Ron, but the son, uh, both are coming at this because of midterm elections. Oh, it's the flavor of the month. And they even have uh, Betsy DeVos on their side. And we're going to do a show about that whole little special can of worms uh, uh, later on in the month. But my point is not as constitutional as you think. And the reason why is because the lobbyists, the super PACs and the agenda are even after those guys. And they have had some of the Kool-Aid. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. All right. So here's what I want to do, Lynn. Uh, yes. Before we get the show going, yes. um, I want, you know, you're, you're, you're not just a friend. I mean, you're a sister in the Lord. And I know when we were playing um, the pre-show stuff, 
mm-hmm. with um, uh, S.M. Lockridge talking about our king. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see, I could see your your sincerity in <laughs> in calling out to God. I mean, really, I, I don't, I don't want. I'm, it's not to embarrass you. I, oh, it's just okay. a, I want people to understand who you are, uh, not from your own lips, but from mine. And I, I could see that okay. you're you're very serious about that. You're contemplating, uh, you know, what the Father is doing in your life, and I know your desire is to glorify Him. So people know. In the chat, and they want they want to keep updated with you. I know many follow you on um, some social media platforms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But do you mm-hmm. want to give a, the people just a little bit of update about what's going on with you and the okay? Uh, you know, I really don't like to talk about me because my work my work is supposed to be about what we need to be fighting, not what what is going on. But I'll I'll indulge for just a minute. Uh, right now, things are kind of at a lull. Uh, the Caring Bridge, Bridge site is getting traffic, but as far as prayer, that's where the, the limit is because we yet don't know the financial price tag. Uh, people have been saying, you know, hey, if you'll set up a GoFundMe, I'll contribute. But the thing with GoFundMe is you have to have a solid goal set. You can't just say like I do, you know, every week, oh, you know, hit hit the PayPal, donate what you can because it's open ended. GoFundMe has to have a specific goal. GoFundMe also will take a portion of what you need. Well, when you're looking at somewhere between the cost of one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars, that's going to be a sizable chunk that they get that would not go to what we're going to be needing and, uh, you know, we're, we haven't even started a protocol yet because, um, money's just that tight. So, you know, any health benefits that I could be getting, I'm having to wait on and it's making it difficult. Uh, I am getting more tired. I'm getting more stressed out. I'm starting to lose some hair. Um, things here at home, uh, while family is good and that's what matters, uh, we're having an invasion of ants like I've never seen before. So all these little things that keep detracting about, okay, there's all this wrong going on. And then you have to remember, as you said, you know, you've got all these blessings, um, part of the show today, we're going to be talking about where I live. It's a hotbed of all kinds of garbage with this educratic overreach into our communities. But because God has put me in this place, although I hate it, it's where I can help show you, okay, this is what is going on. So that in a nutshell is where we are. I wish it was better. It's it's going to get better, I know, but there's also going to be some more junk that we have to go through. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lynn, a lot of people have suggested a Give, Send, Go, which mm-hmm. is not uh, the other place that has such okay. problems. Now, it's okay. a very similar setup. I think you still have to have a goal and things like that, but but right. that's there. But look, everybody knows, you know, I believe what Jesus said. You you mm-hmm. pray in your prayer closet. You don't do it in, in making a, a, a scene before men, but yeah, going to do it anyway. Okay. So I want people to join with me. If you're on the radio, if you're on the social media platforms, join with me. Let's pray for Lynn. Lynn has done a lot for us um, and given of her time selflessly, and she's our sister in the Lord. So let's ask the Father if he will be kind and merciful to her. Yeah, he may be using it to to teach her something. That's That's fine. That's his prerogative. He can do that. He's God. But or it might be of, to teach somebody in my family, you know, or, yep. or somebody listening. It doesn't Any of matter. That. Yeah, it doesn't matter who. It's yeah. But the Bible says if we agree as touching anything, two or two or more, 
if we agree on it, then we can come to him with that. He says, if we, uh, if we pray according to his will. Now, I don't know what his will in this, is in this matter. So I can't specifically say, you're going to be healed. But what I can say is, I know the God who does heal. Mm-hmm. And he may use means to do that. He may use supernatural means to do that. Yep. But let's ask him to do that, folks. In Jesus' name, Father, we come to you because there's no other name given among men whereby we can be saved, healed, delivered, except through Christ our Lord. And Father, you have worked through land to bless many of us, to encourage us, and to exhort us in the fight that we're to be engaged in on this earth, in order that the prayer that your Son taught us to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You've done that, Lord, through land. And Father, we ask that you show mercy to her. That your grace abound to her. That your healing power that you once showed to your people and that you continue to show to your people through history might be effective in her life. And Father, if it's by means, if it's by teaching others to love her in their giving and in their prayers, then Father, may it be. But in the end, may you be glorified in what you do in the life of Lynn. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you, everyone. And I want to throw okay. this one in before before you go. <laughs> this is the CaringBridge.org. If people want to give there to help Lynn, CaringBridge.org <clears throat> forward slash visit forward slash Lynn Taylor, and that's Lynn with an E, two N's and an E, Taylor, and uh, that's where you can help. And, and you know, I'm just going to say. Uh, Lynn, for people who don't understand, we had Dr. Vickers on. You've looked at that right. going down to Mexico. That's yes. guys. That's several thousand dollars a week, a week. because a week. they put her up. They've got staff there. They're doing all kinds of things to help her, and all of it's naturopathic. It's not any of this allopathic medicine. Not big pharma. And then even with Kate, Kate's you know rate is is substantial too. I mean, Kate's yeah. got to make a living. The Bible says you don't muzzle the ox. We don't believe mm-hmm. in doing that kind of stuff. But all of that's really, and, and Lynn's family is kind of like our family. It's not like we're dirt poor, but boy, everything is, you know, not even paycheck to paycheck. It's almost day to day in things. So be in prayer for that. If you're able to help her, great. If not, that's okay too. But just keep her in your prayers and we'll trust God to do what he does. Right. And there's always the PayPal right now. That's the, about the, the best way. I know I've been contacted. Uh, you know, I don't trust PayPal. I totally get that, Tim. If they could get in touch with you and we'll figure out how to get it from, from yeah, there. somebody okay. was asking about, I think maybe an address or something like that. So guys, if you've yeah, got, if you're wanting to know that, what I'll do, Lynn, is if you guys will go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, you click on the contact button, send something. You know, in the subject line, Tim for Lynn or something like that, or Lynn's address. I'll be glad to respond to you with that so that uh, we kind of keep that out of the public eye. But if you want to send a check directly to her or something like that to help out, I know she'd be appreciative of it. Just go to sonslibertymedia.com, click on the contact button. All righty. Well, with that said, community is huge as we are learning, and that's something we're probably Uh, continue on as we go through this journey together. But today, and I made mention of it, you know, while I don't like where I live, it's been a hotbed of stuff. Now, I don't have any definitive proof that this is connected to Biden's recently trotted out agenda, which I'll get to. But let me just uh, backtrack just a little bit. Uh, The reason I say that is because what I have uncovered that's happening here in Mooresville 
a few years ago when Obama was in office, he made a visit to Morrisville to one of the schools to roll out this massive data mining project that we have seen take off exponentially through our education system and now has reached community-wide levels, and that was called Project RED. And I started doing um, tracing that, and that was right before I got my own blog. I did a couple of guest articles for someone else, and um it was absolutely horrendous. Now, what has happened now is I'm scrolling through social media a couple of weeks ago, and I see this ad on Facebook for the new program that the city of Morrisville, North Carolina, is going to offer. And it's $199 per person, Tim, for you to go to a public location and get this brain test so that you can get a new mental attitude on life. Well, isn't that nice? I need isn't a new mental nice? attitude on life. Yes, don't we all? Okay, <laughs> that first screenshot that I sent is the announcement that I saw because I wanted people to see I'm not just making this stuff up. But yeah, it's it's there and it's going to show you, oh, yes, we're partnering with New Mentality and yada, yada, yada. You can read it for the folks who can't see it. Yeah, it says, attention, Mooresville and surrounding areas. This is Mooresville, North Carolina. We're looking for 30 people this month who want to improve their brain's performance and take advantage of our one-time special pricing. This technology could help you with focus, sleep, anxiety, depression, migraines, memory, and more. And you'll get a free turnip twiddler when you join. No, it doesn't say that part. A brain map, or QEEG, is the first step on your journey to a brain that performs exactly the way you want it to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it used to look... Uh, it used to look at your brainwave patterns and find any areas that can be improved with neurofeedback training. It's non-invasive. Wait a minute. It's dealing with the brain. It's not invasive, what? And doesn't put anything in your brain. Uh-huh. It monitors the way that the brain functions. Well, uh, I, the, 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 the utter hypocrisy of what's being said there and the, uh, it's just a mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, the reason why I brought in the thing about Biden's new agenda, okay, and the reason I, I said, you know, we had definitive proof of what was going on here in Mooresville with Obama. This is part of the puzzle of, of Biden's new agenda. And let me just backtrack real quick. Monday for Sons of Liberty, I did an entire show on this, this, uh, new mental health Nazi movement that's hitting the nation but mooresville is a little bit ahead of the curve because they're using federal funds dude to pull this stuff off and it's either the city or the entity behind new mentality but the reason why i wanted to backtrack is on that show i gave you the massive amounts of dollar figures just from the department of education for community-wide pipelines for mental health as well as full uh, hubs that we've talked about so many years about that one-stop mini mall where you can get all your family's health needs done but in tracing all this it goes back to an agenda that Biden pipe up, um, pulled out in March of this year that was, oh, goody, bipartisan, and they're calling it the unity agenda. Oh, and it has four points. And the first one is mental health overhaul. The second one is we're going to go have a war against cancer. Number three, we're going to make things better for our vets. And number four, we're going after all the opioids and drugs we can handle. While we sell them to you, 
through the CIA. That's the that's the that's the catch. And by the way, the cancer stuff. I mean, uh, you know, Lynn, I, I saw I sent you a G. Edward Griffin. We did the interview with him yeah. last week on cancer. Yeah. What an amazing thing. There's probably there's probably several hours that we could do. Of course, I point people to the book where you can get the information right there and the and the book is fairly inexpensive now. You can get that. Uh we we've, we've got chlorine dioxide that some people have said works against cancer uh, in order to allow the body to heal itself. We've got all kinds of things. I just put up a video the other day of something else a guy developed like in the 70s. What is this continued fight? It's about getting money to research stuff that doesn't work mm-hmm. to sell you mm-hmm. to say, we're going to deal with your cancer this way. And in the process, we're going to kill you and we're going to rob you at the same time instead of Actually, but you know, bringing this, help there. Why are we saying it's part of a unity agenda? Is because it's not going to unify anybody. It's going to top down control, and this is what we're seeing happen. Now, let's go to the new mentality website because I really want folks to see. I'm trying to build a connect the dot pattern for you through all these links and all this information. All right, there's your mapping. And it shows you imbalances that these are the five common ones. Well, what happens to the person like me who's not going to fit in any of those common boxes? Because we're all uniquely made and we might fit a box. We might not. What happens to someone like me? Well, you well, need I'll tell you, you need uh, you need some drugs to get you in one of these things to put you <laughs> in one of these imbalances. I understand. <laughs> so there is. Um, there's your uh, the brain mapping, and it's absolutely just, you've got to be kidding me. Now, why I wanted to show you that is because um, back in 2021, I did an article about the social and emotional learning for all. We did a show on it, Tim, and it shows you in that article the circles that are going to interconnect to bring about the whole community shift towards mind control. And we've, Suzanne and I did an entire month series on a, a document called Mind Space, where the government is using propaganda for mind control. So now we have not only the government coming at us with it, now we have uh, small towns going, oh, yes, I'm going to partner with this new age agency and we're going to have it come in at a local level. So if you would go to that particular article, that's number three. All right. That is, um, yeah, resource number three. All right. There's the whole community, whole child circle that social and emotional loves to use. And for those who can't see it, you've got almost like a concentric circle with a child in the middle. And then there is a paragraph in there, Tim, about the whole community, Uh, And then after that, um, we'll see the image of the circles. Okay, and there are your circles. And again, you see people are going to be divided up. And Congress is leading this charge on this mental health overreach. You've got this social and emotional learning um, definition from before all this agenda. And you've got it uh, after, which, you know, we've done a show on that as well. We've done several shows on that as well, Tim. So, yeah, and this is not meant just for K through 12 public education. This was the roots for this were laid in the Every Student Succeeds Act. But if you look at the history, it goes back even further than that. So this is not something new and it's not going away. And the, the price tag for this uh, new mental health agenda that Biden has rolled out is in the trillions. I kid you not. 
Well, and let's remind people, too, this was some of the same things they were doing in Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. just like other things that we've talked about, same stuff, declaring mm-hmm. people mentally ill and doing all this. I mean, do we really want mentally ill people, the nuts running the nut house? Do we really want that? Now, that's what's been going on. Do we really want them saying, well, wait a minute, that guy, he just got on the radio and he prayed to the invisible sky genie because that's the way they talk about God, that, that he's not really, the, oh, they'll give lip service to it. But he's praying. That guy's a little crazy there. And that woman that he was praying for, she's a little crazy for believing that he's actually talking to that person. Uh, do no. we really want those people determining our mental health, uh, Lynn? Nope. Nope. I, I really, I really don't want the government defining who can, who can, or who, who is qualified. Because you know what, there are people who desperately need the professional guidance through mental health, but not under the government thumb where everything is so controlled that the true help that they need is denied to them because we're too busy over here trying to just over medicate and over analyze instead of getting to, you know, the heart issue, because if you could get to the heart issue, you got a, you got a chance. Yep. Yep. Okay. So with that said, um, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. In 2018, there was a uh, law done here in North Carolina that helped set the foundation for an entity like New Mentality to even exist. That one is called Brains and Agenda. This was from May of 2018. And I showed you the legislation right there where they're saying, oh, yes, we need to ramp up the amount of mental health overreaches through our schools into our community. And Lynn, can I ask you something about this image that you've got here? Now, I've seen the the image here with the eagles and stuff with the two heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of a Russian, I think, emblem. But what what about this one with three? Is there something significant about that? Mm. You know, this is from the 5,000-year leap. And okay. uh, yeah, you will absolutely have to read the book to understand that particular image. But it shows you a shift that we have seen happen down through history where it where it's becoming more totalitarian. And that's what that particular image is supposed to show you. But yeah, in that particular article, Tim, you will find the legislation. Then there's also another one that um, was from 2018, If I Only Had a Brain. And the image I used for that was the straw man, you know, because from Wizard of Oz, of course, he wanted to have a brain. And this is showing you what was happening in 2018 under whose watch? Donald mm. Trump, Donnie, yeah. the mm-hmm. sovereign himself, by the way, if you guys haven't gotten a hold of some of that information under the social credit score. Okay, so anyhow, <laughs> under his watch and under Betsy DeVos's watch, by the way, all the social and emotional garbage, and this is where they were using the word outcomes to define what Johnny and Susie were going to be like, and not only Johnny and Susie, but Johnny and Susie's family thus setting the stage for community-wide overreach. I mean, how many times do you need me to tell you that in every Student Succeeds Act were the mandates for the Department of Health and Human Services to have more draconian overreach through education than ever before? Yeah, yeah. All right, now let's get back to the New Mentality website. If you go to their press releases, you will notice in a lot of their um, 
press releases, how much they're engaging the community, how much they're there to serve you, how much they're there to help you be the best you that you can be. Now, I understand to a point having help being the best that you can be, but it's through encouragement and edification. It is not through psychoanalysis and and all this other garbage. Mm. Yeah, they're saying they're there to serve you, but really they're there to serve themselves uh, with reverse psychology telling you that (laughs) so that you actually believe them. Absolutely. Now, on uh, resource number eight, you will see that they are tied to a data mining, data serving company called NextClick. It is a data digital service. And it will also tell you that New Mentality has listed itself among a hospital industry. Now, that's that's (laughs) really, really key because in one of the resources, you will see that um, it's not a hospital industry, it's a socioeconomic entity. So which is it? Is it a hospital industry or is it a socioeconomic entity? Is it possible that it's both since we are talking about fascism? It, it, it absolutely could. But I, the reason I want to, to tease this out, Tim, is because these are the radars they're flying under to bring this stuff in to your neighborhood. Now, the New Mentalities founder has a phone app. So if you can't get into Morrisville, you can't get into the office, you don't have the 199 to go get your brain looked at, you can go on her app for free. Well, isn't that just special? That is. Now, number 10 will show you, this is the contract where you can see the owner's name, the company name. You can see everything where it is listed as a socioeconomic business. And in the scheme of the the top-down control, the the labels that are stuck on these community-wide services that are supposed to be doing good in the name of control These are places they hide. And if Mm. you know where to look, Tim, guess what? In your area, you can find it. This is why I do what I do, okay? Number 11, Tracy Austin's background is from Wake Forest University. And if you look at her credentialing section, you'll notice there's an international group. Now, the reason I want to bring out the international group is because when I went on their website, if you click on the About Us page, there's nothing there. It's totally blank. It even looks like it's still being built. So how can we seriously take this as accredited if it's not even up and running? Yeah, you know, Lynn, I I was just going to say in passing, it's kind of interesting. Why do we trust people who would want to go to schools where they they name their teams the Demon Deacons or the Blue Devils, but they promote themselves as Christian? I, I'm I'm just this is just coming off. Then if they're if they're putting that out there and they're saying they're Christian, they go to schools who do such things like that. What do you think they're being taught in there? Do you think they're being taught doctrines of demons? I, I'm just I kind of I'm, I'm curious about that. The more I start to think through a lot of this stuff, especially with Duke, I know they have a large medical facility. We uh, worked on a lot of apartments and, and condos and stuff mm-hmm. around that area around the medical facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even Wake Forest, that kind of mentality, and then you're seeing a lot of the infiltration. We did a whole show on the sexual abuse that's going on in the Southern Baptist Convention and things. Right. You, you just have to wonder. 
Is that not overflowing, and is there not the doctrines of demons being taught? Among them is this social construct that they're trying to do. Right. Well, no, it's not It's not a Christian. Mm-mm. No, yeah. global. Global. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Austin is also, you'll love this, she's also a level two Reiki, and that's R-E-I-K-I, and I might be mispronouncing. Does that mean she smells? <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, ha ha. She's a level two R-E-I-K-I practitioner. So you don't even have a doctor back there. It's, it's a practitioner. And if you look at what that supports, it's a whole new kumbaya moment. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, she's over here. Um, she received her training over here just across the line in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Certified Reiki Masters Bill Corrier and Mei Yin Hung. Mm. And you have to go in and look. And I think I even... I think I even provided a link for if people didn't know what that particular practice is. I think I put that in, but if not, uh, it's super easy to find it online. You just have to, to um, ah, here it is. The mind, body, green, the three levels and what they mean real quick. Uh, this was from 2020. It'll be in the archives. Okay. When I first began the journey to become a REI KI practitioner, I knew very little about the different levels of mastery in their meanings. Oh, mastery-based education, skill-based, ooh, outcome-based. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where are the three levels? Uh, oh, they're standardized, Tim, so we should feel lots better about that. There are typically three, sometimes four levels of training. Each one is centered on attunement, which is a ceremony of empowerment, education, and practice. Okay, I'm not going in this, uh, but it's rooted in Japanese uh, practices. So we're going to keep. So is it in Shintoism? Is that what it's it's rooted? You know, you'd have to go look. I'm not going to give it the the gratification of of doing that. If people really want to look, I'm giving you the link of where to look. Okay. Okay. Number twelve. If you look at the United Nations stance on trauma from a community aspect, it does target children, and this is from violence against children. And you're going to want to go to the sixth paragraph and start reading. Four, five, six, right here. In a building, mm-hmm. in building mm-hmm. a protective and nurturing environment, it is essential to prioritize prevention and early prevent or early intervention. Mental health services must be scaled up as an essential component of universal health coverage. They must also be a core component of the response to COVID, the COVID nineteen eighty four, and to post pandemic reconstruction. Quality service should, should be provided in the community, avoiding institutionalization, over-medicalization where possible. This requires far more investment, including investment to ensure the right number and distribution of skilled professionals. Further investment is also needed to address the lack of data and research on children's mental health, and crucial robust monitoring and accountability frameworks must be put in place to track progress. Mm-hmm. So, see, community-wide, we're not going to stick you in an institution, honey. We're going to let you wander your community, but we're going to track you and track you and track you. Yeah, and then they finish up down here with the children. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, I want us to be able to go to the second attachment, Tim. It's a 40-page report from the United Nations, and this is all about the workplace 
workforce mental health because after all you go out in the community to go to your job and how all the mental health has to is be. Is this the one that you're talking about or is it the that's next That's it. Okay. That's it. All right. On page we're going to need pages. I gave you the page numbers that we're going to need so yeah. you can probably scoot on down to that. All right. On Which page one are we six, at? Uh, page page six. six, dear. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. On page six and I cannot give, uh, I think it's under the picture. I can't remember. But anyway, look for the words insurance schemes so they're not even hiding here what they're doing Mm. insurance we know is a big gamble but here the united nations is using it in a more correct uh terminology where they're saying yeah insurance is a scheme in this mental health uh overreach it says access to health care treatment and support is available via the 23 united nations health care insurance schemes so mm-hmm. and then they go on and they say united nations medical services provide medical physical health care and guidance on well-being and mental health and are involved in return to work programs now let me preface this particular document is not meant for the general public this one is reserved specifically for the United Nations employees, but think about it from these two avenues. One, the more that all this agenda marches on, whether you're going to be working for big government or one of their entities, there's one of the biggest entities of government that has ever existed. So it might, you know, when they start opening it up, hey, you're going to be working for somebody else. It might just be them. But if they're willing to do this, this is the second one. If they're willing to do it to their own employees, Tim, it's not far removed before it's coming for us. That's right. That's right. Okay. And, and, and again, this all sounds like it's a form of slavery. It's to Mm -hmm. get you back to work. It's to get you back to work. And look, working is a good thing. The Bible says that the man who who won't work shouldn't eat. We should be working. But it's always this slavery mentality that, boy, you're no good to us if you're not working, you know. But think about it. God even told you, dude, you got to rest. That's right. You got to take care of you. That's right. Because if you don't, then you're not going to be a great, you're not going to be up on your game. All right. Top of page eight, my dear, is where we're going. All right, the big box. In 2015, just over 17,000 United Nations staff members across 11 United Nations entities completed the Global Wellbeing Survey. Overall, findings suggest that approximately half of all United Nations staff members who responded to the survey reported experiencing symptoms that can be interpreted as being consistent with serious mental health conditions. God, that must be a a really broad spectrum that they're dealing with. These results suggest the United Nations staff members report experiencing higher levels of common mental health conditions than we would expect to see in the general population for depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, and hazardous drinking. Well, they are working for the United Nations, so I can see how that can happen. I understand, but again, in the context of, again, you're going to do this to your employees, it's not that much further to to imagine right. that it's going to be us. And the reason I know that is because on Monday night show, I gave everyone the, the um, in the archives, you'll get the link to the United Nations Mental Health Atlas that is put out every three years, Tim. It's data driven for every country that is a member of the United Nations to map their progress on nothing but mental 
health. These are connected. They have to be. It's just too, too convenient to not be. So this is why I'm bringing this stuff to the table so that you can see if you're concerned about social and emotional learning in your school, you best be looking outside the school into the community because it's already there. Amen. Okay, top of, uh, let's see, page 10, uh, excuse me, 10, Tim, <laughs> we are looking for the outcomes that, um, again, from the United Nations standpoint, these are the outcomes you must meet in mental health. Okay. And there you go. Isn't that lovely? For those who can't see it, it's box upon box upon box, and lots of stuff are in those boxes. Yep, and just like anything else, when they set this up, if you're outside of that and you go, well, can I be mentally healthy without you know, falling into your box or something? No, you can't be, but why is that? Well, because the box says that you're not supposed to be there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, top of page 11, this is where you will see the word biophysical. Hello. So that brain mapping the the uh, you know the algorithms that, that test all your biometrics. This is absolutely coming in. We know that AI has already taken that way beyond where it should be. Okay. All right. And then page twelve, we're going to see. Oh, here's their model of care team. <gasps> they they care so much about their employees. Look at this. They have it all mapped out for you. <gasps> is it that special? Mm. Okay, and then lastly, on page 16, the bottom, this is just, you'll love this, mental health is a human right. Mm. Just like in, in their thinking, education is a human right. No, education is a privilege. That's right. Mental health is part of your health care, but it shouldn't be under government directed outcomes it should be under the direction of the health care provider you know and trust who's not tied in to all this junk okay well to tell you the truth lynn and we're going to have to go over a little bit so if people want to join us they can do so sonsoflibertymedia.com before it's news.com top of the page there or dlive.tv at the sons of liberty i just want to put that out right quick uh, because we're running down the end of the show here and lynn i want to give you time to tell people who are listening by way of the radio where they can find out more about you all right. Uh, real quick, CommonCoreDiva.com. If you wish to financially bless any of the work that I do, whether it's uh, in research, the, the unexpected journey, uh, coming to see you, any of that, uh, there's a donate button there. Uh, if you don't trust that, get in touch with Tim and we'll figure out where to go from there. Okay. All right. We appreciate you, Lynn, as always. And, uh, you know, one of the things about mental health is this. It's not a right. In fact, God right. can God can turn you over to such problems with mental health. Read Romans 1. If you don't want to honor him as God, he can turn you over to a reprobate mind. That's right. Yeah. That God that you think just loves you in your sin? No, he can turn you over to a reprobate mind. That's why Christ came to die for sinners in order to save them from such things. Catch Bradley at 3. We'll be back in the morning. Dr. Lee Merritt be with us at 6 a.m. Adios. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And Lynn, you're on your final journey here in the pa- in the in the final uh, documents yep. that we're going to look at. We're, so I'm going to kick it back home over to you. Stretch. Yes, <laughs> we're in the home stretch of connecting all the dots. Very good. Okay, and you know you're right. There are it, it, education and mental health are not human rights. 
they're part of us living and there are different approaches for them. But if you think about it, if you look, go back to Stalin, what did he say was in the the uh, com, uh, the uh, former USSR constitution? There were a government assigned rights and one of them was to live and one of them was to work and one of them was to educate. Government took care of health care. What are we seeing happen here? What have we been seeing happen for decades? It's all been under the government's thumb. Okay, now we just looked at the workforce for the UN employees, their mental health draconian measures. Here's where we're going to see it hit the rest of us. And this is that mental health was embedded in sustainable development goal number uh, number three, which is good health for all. And this was done on purpose because it unites with number four, which is quality education for all. And so I give you the link for the latest on what they have to say about all the good health that every person on the planet is supposed to have under these goals directions. So if you want to go there, that is link number 13. And there you go. Ensuring healthy lives and promoting well-being at all for all ages. Again, not just in your schools. This is across the board. Okay. Um, Let's see. The third attachment that I have for you is from February of this year, and we'll show this particular group's socioeconomic meeting of the United Nations. Now, mental health was not among their notes, Tim, but if you look at the leveraging systems they're going to be using, that's where it comes in. So this is not that open book test where I'm going to show you, okay, Here's the link. Now look for these magic words. No, this is for you to look at to see. These are the leveraging systems. And we, you know, go back to physics. What is leverage? Mm-hmm. We're going to use something to create a force to be used against something else. And this is where you're going to see the systems that will be involved and take mental health and everything that goes with it right along with it. Yep. I tell you, if the United Nations hasn't become a beast unto itself, nothing. I mean, it's not just it's not just the empires of the world that's been around. I mean, this has become an empire to itself with with its tentacles and everything. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing that I have for everyone is that press release about the fact sheet from the uh, White House about the new mental health crisis, which is that video I did on um, Liberty Bell's on monday and i took about 30 minutes suzanne was not able to join me she was not feeling well but it took about 30 minutes to go through the big figure dollar amounts and if you've missed that i think you're going to throw that in the archives as well but if you don't get to that let me just throw some numbers at you and again this is through the department of education for nothing but community-wide um overreaches um let's see we are going to use a comprehensive national strategy, Tim, that will overhaul everything that we've ever understood thus far about mental health to change our perspective to the new unity agenda. 
$300 million will expand mental health in schools, especially through the bipartisan Safer Communities Act, which we did a show on. $140 million for a mental health pipeline. And anytime your government uses the word pipeline for people, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, another $140 million for school-based mental health, not just for Johnny and Susie, but for everybody in their neighborhood. $7 million in trauma-informed services. Well, again, it's a government definition of what is trauma and what needs to be an informed service. $68 million to expand mental health in full-service community schools. $5 million for the United States Department of Education's Project Prevent, which we've done shows on as well, which will not only give you more money in your community, but it'll pump up more money in your school district. And it will also encourage your governors to further exploit Medicaid. And on Monday's show, I went into that, how that was connected back to Title I funding through the Every Student Succeeds Act. Uh, $40 million to support certified community behavioral health clinics. Now, woven in through all of this, Tim, you might have a mental health professional or you might have someone who's a paraprofessional. And if you look at what's going on in the field of education where we're relaxing, who gets to uh, the the uh, requirements for who gets to teach. We're starting to see in medicine where it's relaxed who can practice. Look at this new mentality. Not a doctor, but I can sure set up shop and charge bunches of money. All right. $80 million for early childhood education, mental health, because we have to get the babies uh, as soon as we can. Now, um, let's see. $50 million to expand mental health access outside of schools. Da, 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 da. Anyone can say community. Uh, again, this will tie back to the bipartisan uh, unity agenda that was released in March 28th of this year. Again, the four parts, how this ties into the United Nations will be that um, the mental health atlas that was published back in October of 2021. And this whole stuff. This, all this that I'm talking about that I've laid out these connect the dots for you is in step, Tim, with that report. And here's why. Because that report targeted all the missed opportunities that every member state of the United Nations has, according to their report in the field of mental health and what they must do to correct those. And by the way, not only have they taken the parameters uh, that they formerly had for how the world is supposed to handle mental health under sustainable development goal number three, but they've now expanded it for 2023 and beyond. And here's how they're going to do it. They're going to take away any inequality for mental health. All decentralization of healthcare is bad and slow, so we must get rid of it and centralize it. Uh, new mental health targets will integrate mental health into not only our primary health care at all levels, but in every form of research and development to be unleashed on our communities. Mm. Mm. Is that all we got for today, Lynn? That's it, dude. Okay. That was a lot. All right. I want to I throw in a couple of things here. Um, and that is, uh, you know, with regard to what Scripture says about that, you know, one of the one of our, our key passages that we hit on almost every Wednesday is Deuteronomy six, right? And what does it start out with? I am the Lord your God, and I am, I am one, right? And then he says, "You are to love the Lord your God with what? 
all your heart, heart, your soul, your mind, mind and your strength, right? And so how do you do that? Well, as Bradley often says, you're feeding on the bread of life. That's that's part of it, the Word of God. And then you're loving God and loving your fellow man by keeping His commandments. I mean, that's what it is to love. Love is not this just feeling thing. I mean, yeah, we get we get warm feelings when we love, when we really love. But the fact of the matter is, it's our actions. It's demonstrating our actions. And then Jude also tells us this. He says... Um, But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own godly lust. This is is exactly what we're seeing here. It's not just in a sensual manner. They're looking to control people. They're looking to have power. They're looking to have money. And and all of these things, this control part is what we've been going over uh, through this. And, of course, money comes along with that. These be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the Spirit, but ye... Beloved, building yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ on eternal life, and of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. And the reason I brought that up is we are to be those who are building ourselves up in the most holy faith, as Jude says at the beginning, the once for all delivered to the saints' faith. And that's how we keep our sanity. That's how we keep our mind. Otherwise, what are we doing? Well, we're going to have all kinds of mental issues because we're not going to honor God as God, Romans 1, 18 and following. We don't honor Him, and so therefore God says, okay, have it your way. I'll just turn you over to your sin. And then we dishonor our bodies. We dishonor our parents. We dishonor our friends. We dishonor God. And that shows up in a number of sins that we commit because we just won't, we won't obey God. And here is man in the U.N. and this new mental mentality and all this other, all these people, uh, Joe Biden, I don't even think he has any cognitive functions right now, and Kamala Harris, who definitely is an immoral woman. Uh, she's a political whore as well as a real one. Um, you've got these people trying to push on this mental health on people who are mentally healthy. But they're trying to stand it on its head and say, well, you guys, if you're not following along with us, you're not mentally healthy. This is a dangerous game they're playing, isn't it, Lynn? Oh, absolutely it is. But think about this, Tim. This plays right into Rockefeller's uh, goal for those resilient cities and those adverse childhood experiences that we've done shows about. And, oh, yeah, that was under Betsy's watch, too. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Guys, be sure, and I'm going to bring this up one last time. Let me okay. let me get away from my out from under the microphone where I'm at. Okay, so yeah, if you guys want to help Lynn, uh, you can go to commoncordiva.com. You can do that if you if you're looking to send a, a check with her or to her or something like that, and you want the address, go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on the contact button, send an email, address it to me for Lynn, and I'll put you guys in contact where that address can be shared so that you can help her, or you can go here to caringbridge.org forward slash visit forward slash Lynn Taylor. And uh, you can find out about there. I think she's kind of uh, blogging some things as well. So mm-hmm. um, you can you can check all that out uh, at that website. Guys, Bradley will be with you at 3. As far as I know, I keep I told him the other day, I said, I keep saying that, and then you don't have internet, and you're on the road, and I don't, I don't know the thing. So he should be there at 3 o'clock today, Eastern, on SunCelebrityMedia.com, and then in the morning. Pre-recorded a show with Dr. Lee Merritt again. Yes, this time I specific, I don't know why I was so talkative the last time. We had a good conversation, but even I was saying, Tim, shut your trap and let her talk. 
Um, so tomorrow, it's a good one. It's going to be the twin scams of 1918 and 2020. And it's got a lot of history in it, a lot of things that you'll that many of you will know, some you won't know. So be sure to join us then. And then I'm doing an interview with a guy I've recently met. He's been friends with uh, Dr. Kerry uh, and Kate and, and other people, Dr. Merritt, Casper uh, McLeod. And he's got a tremendous testimony. He's a musician. He's a pastor. And uh, he looks like uh, one of these guys out of the 80s, out of the 80s hair bands. That's what he looks like. But he's he's from Manchester, but he lives, I think, in Georgia. So we're going to do an interview with him today. We'll be having that, Lord willing, on Friday. So, uh, so a good finish to the week. And then we're going to have Kate on. And I think she's got a special guest coming on on Saturday. So be, be with us then. We'll see you in the morning at 6 a.m., Lord willing. Adios.